What is up, everybody? It's Tom, TD3. Welcome back to the podcast, Sounds of the Future. I appreciate you guys being here today. Appreciate your your earballs, uh, since you can't see me on the audio waves here. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Today, I want to talk about the importance of diversifying your skill set and diversifying your initiatives as an artist in 2019 and beyond, specifically in the digital space. I want to discuss how diversifying what we do can maximize our return on our artwork and our efforts to create an income stream doing what we love. So let's get into it. So what do I mean when I say diversify your efforts? Well, to put it very plainly, don't do just one thing. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. That is a saying for a reason. If you put all of your efforts into one thing, 100% of your time, 100% of your energy all the time, and that thing doesn't work, then you are out all of that time. Now, I'm not saying spread yourself thin. The last episode, I believe it was, I talked about how you need to pick a path first before you tackle more than one thing, and I stand by that. However, I believe that you should try to create multiple streams, not just of revenue and income, but multiple streams of creativity, because every one of those streams of creativity feeds something else. And it doesn't just like feed other artwork you make. It also fulfills different aspects of you. So like, let's just think about exercise, right? Push-ups do one thing for me. Squats do another. The thing that squats do for me to build muscle does not affect the area that push-ups affect. So I have to do both. Like if I want a strong upper body, push-ups help. If I want a strong lower body, squats help. But if I want a strong upper body, squats are not going to do that for me. So this is the same thing with fulfillment creatively. Writing something original that is from your heart, that is a passion for you, like fills a space in your soul and in your heart and in your creative mind that cannot be filled by producing a record for someone else. It's just how it goes. It's, it's how we're wired. Now, producing a record for someone else will conversely fulfill a creative need in you and a, another other needs that might apply to uh, having community and being creative as a team that solely writing on your own cannot fulfill. So it's very important that we have both, and not just two, but multiple areas of creativity. So I'd like to take just like, let's just paint a picture of what I believe a musician of today should consider doing some of the options that a musician of today should consider doing. Let's just assume for argument's sake that this musician of today wants to, well, at the baseline, I think if anybody 
who's into this format, who follows me on anything is kind of a mindset that like, we want to make a living doing what we love, right? We want to earn enough income making music so we don't have to do something else. Cool. So coming from that standpoint, uh, let's just assume that the person not only wants to make enough money, but they want to create their own body of work. Take me, for example. That's what I'm doing. I want to earn an income, but I also want to create my own body of work because it fulfills me. But at the same time, it is... So let's assume those are the two goals. Sorry, let me back up a little bit. Let's assume those are the two goals. I want to create my own body of work, and I want to earn an income. Well, it's going to be a little bit of time before somebody can earn enough income to be sustainable off of their own work. Again, that's just how it goes. Unless you pop off right at the start, unless you are lucky, basically, and you come out of the gate and just become a superstar, even that doesn't really happen most of the time. But um, And even the stories where we hear the superstar made it overnight isn't really overnight. But all that aside, unless you're a very, very severe case, very small minority, it's going to be a while before you can earn an income at your own craft. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So f- assuming all these things, some things I think that artist should consider is one – working with and for other people. What's your skill set? What are you good at? If you are writing your own art, you're writing your own music rather, and you're producing your own music, odds are you're working up a talent level at both songwriting and producing. So do that for other people while you are making your own art. And here's what will happen. Your skills will get honed in both. So you might learn things from clients and customers that then you can that you can then apply to your own music. You might learn a recording technique or a songwriting tip or something some sort of mixing feedback you might get from a client you might say, "Oh, I didn't even realize I had that empty spot in my mix room. I uh need to fix that. Like maybe you're missing a frequency somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe you can learn how to get your music onto distribution channels. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you talk to a client you produce and they're like, can you do this for my record? And so you're getting paid basically to figure out how that works for them. And then you can apply it to your own craft. Now let's flip that. Not only can you take the things you learn from them and apply them to you, but you can also use the music you make as a business card to show your work to get new clientele. So you absolutely should do both. Now, if you're starting out at both, you're probably not going to be able to charge very much for your clients and you're probably not going to be making much money off your music. And that's cool. You should still do both because one will help the other and vice versa. A second, a second thing I think that this artist should consider doing is being very active about their behind-the-scenes information and videoing their process, describing their process, putting unfinished material out into the world. Because if you can paint a picture for people of who you truly and honestly are, not only from the standpoint of your music are they going to buy into what you're creating more, 
but also potential clients are going to be able to get a very clear picture of who you are before they decide whether or not they want to work with you. You're taking the mystery out of the whole digital space. And that's a very, very important thing to do. So many businesses answer so many questions before you ever go and ask them anything on by calling them or going to their website, sending an email, whatever. So you want to answer a lot of those questions up front. Simple things like, is this person a jerk or are they cool? Do they know what they're doing? Do they have a decent work ethic? Are they a good musician? Are they creative? Do I like what they make? These are all questions that get answered ahead of time for client work that you are answering just by doing your own thing and filming it and putting it online. You are letting people into your personality. A third thing I think that someone should do in this instance is collaborate with other people. Now, I'll be the first to admit I'm not awesome at this. I spend the majority of my time working by myself. It's a goal of mine to get better about it, but it doesn't mean I don't understand the value of it. Working with other people helps you to cultivate a community around doing what you love. So not only are you getting more creative fuel for your own work by collaborating with other people, you're also getting an education. Now, and I I just want to say this is... This is distinctly different from getting paid to produce a record or mix a record or play on a record or whatever. This is collaboration for free, creative energy combined with like-minded people. This is not a pay-get-paid thing. This is mutual creativity because we want to do it together. That's what I'm talking about when I say collaboration. So collaboration is very important because you can get and magnify your skill set to apply it to the other things that you're doing. It's a constant ongoing education for you. Huge, huge win. So those are some important points that I think one should consider doing to fuel the creative side of what you do, to challenge your musicality, your musicianship, and to grow your creative energy. Now, the other side of this whole conversation is, how do I make more money? It's a great question. I'm not opposed to that question. I like that question because if it were up to me, anybody who really has a knack for it, has a talent for it, and has a drive for it, I want you to be making music and only making music because the world deserves to have people who are devoted to their craft have the liberty to spend all of their time on their craft. I think that's a very important thing. I want people to live in their purpose. I like it when people live in their purpose. So I think that, all right, the question, how do I make money? Well, those are two two ways off the bat that I just stated previously. One, working for other people. Two, creating your own material. Now, both are long plays, the working for other people is a semi-shorter play, assuming that you have a skill set beforehand and that you're not starting from square one. If you are a reasonably good player and a reasonably good software engineer with you know Logic or Ableton or what have you, then odds are you can get off the ground and start doing work for other people. But like anything, you have to hustle. You have to go out and get it. And... 
you have to stay, stick with it for, for quite a while to build your client base, build that trust, build that portfolio of work, but it's worth it. Now, the second one, your own work. This is a longer play than building a clientele, a list of clientele to create music for. This it could ultimately not end in making money, but if you stick with the long play and you are willing to not give up and outlast the competition, you you can and will ultimately earn some money from your musicianship, your creative work. Let's take me, for example, again. I haven't released a ton of music, and I've only started releasing music in 2019, but I've already made like 50 bucks off my music this year. Is that enough to live? Absolutely not. Also, that's way delayed reporting. But it is something. It is dinner and a date with my wife on a Friday night that I made... Though it is active income while I'm producing and creating the music, from here on out, it is semi-passive income for me because the songs are out there doing the work for me. Yes, I'm promoting them. Yes, I'm trying to build a fan base. Yes, I'm trying to build a listener base. But I'm not creating the song again. Once the songs are done, they're out there and they're earning for me. And a big ticket to this is the fact that I own my own masters. This is huge. Making money in streaming is a lot easier if you own your own material. The back end I've gotten to complement that $50 I've made off of masters on streaming, the back end that I've gotten in ASCAP for songwriters royalties is virtually non-existent. I mean, I think it's like 30 cents. So that's definitely not the way you're going to make money compared to owning your own masters. Now, those are two major ways for this person. Let's just you know, call it me who's trying to build a body of work and also wants to earn a living doing what I love. What are the other avenues? Well, there's a bunch. One, successful YouTube channel. So a successful YouTube channel can earn you, I mean, millions of dollars a year if you do it well. If you do it really, really well and you're at the top, you can make a ton of money. But just getting a survivable amount of money or like level of influence on YouTube will earn you money off of ad revenue alone. That's one other social media channels where you can get traction and do brand deals with different companies to support and promote their products. That's an option. Huge. Now you're a creative person. You make your own music, you produce your own music, you produce for other people. You can produce sample packs, drum kits, sounds, libraries, you don't even have to have your own online store. You can go through something like Splice or Beatport. You can just sell beats. You can just sell music tracks. These are avenues as well. Let's say you have songs you don't want to release, quote, as your own artist, but you like them enough to sell to somebody else. Put them on Beatport or whatever other similar websites offer a service like that. Outside of that, you can go to something like artlist.io or various other uh, websites that provide music for content creators specifically. And you can write for those websites. You can apply to become a musician for any of those websites and, and fill a library there that will hopefully earn you some revenue. 
You can try to get placements and sync royalties through song pitchers, song pitching websites, try to get them on film and television. These are those are avenues to fuel your making your own material creativity. So across the board, and you can also, let me step back one more. You can do what I'm doing right now. You can start a podcast. If you can get a podcast to do well, you can make a little bit of money off of advertising. Now, if you're coming at this from a purist standpoint saying, I don't want to monetize my audience. I don't want to try to run ads on everything. That's fine. Good on you. It's just going to take a little bit longer. But you can also think about being thoughtful about the ads that you do run or that you allow or the products and companies that you'll endorse on your platforms. So me, for example, I'm not going to promote anything with crazy over-the-top offensive language or negative uh, social context, anything like that. I'm just not going to do it. It's not what I stand for. So I don't have to sell myself. But if it's something that I'm really into, like if soundbetter.com wants to sponsor this podcast or sponsor a video of mine, 100% I will do it because I believe in that site. It's done great for me. I love it. It's something I support. So you can be thoughtful. You don't have to be a sellout. But if you don't want to, period, that's fine too. It's just going to take you a little bit longer to earn that revenue. But let's just assume that all that stuff is cool. This all sounds great. What do I do? Well, again, you start with one. Start with one thing and get to the point where it's methodical and simple and you're earning some money at it and then add something else. And do that over and over again. And one last asterisk at the end of this that I want to add is playing live shows. If you're a musician and you can join a band and make money off doing that, do it. If you can just do the acoustic thing, solo act, do that. Play cover gigs. Who cares? The point is to be playing music, period. Doing nothing else. If you can make as much money playing from 10 to 2 on Friday night as you could make working from 9 to 5 on Friday, do that. Maybe one day you don't have to do the 9 to 5 at all. This is the way to do it. You have to diversify your efforts, and all of these different hands in the pot will educate you on how to apply different skills and lessons learned for some of the other ones, something you learn from the podcast, You might apply to songwriting, something you learn from YouTube. You might apply to client work, whatever. It all informs each other. But what ultimately will happen is at the end of the day, if you keep after it, it will all add up into a pie of revenue that will give you financial freedom and freedom of time to do music and music alone. And that's the goal. So that's it for this week. Those are my thoughts. If you dig it, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at Tom Dupree the Third, and let me know what you think about this episode. I appreciate you listening. I'll catch you next week. Peace. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Sounds of the Future today. Hey, look, if you're digging the podcast, man, share it with your friends, tweet it, 
Instagram stories, Facebook stories, a post, whatever you want to do. I want to get the word out and I need your help. Thanks.